This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. Well, it's the friend zone where Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy because making friends is the best idea of all time. Nah. Hello and welcome to the friend zone with Tim and Guy in a single room together. That's right, and sitting uncomfortably close, we are sharing a microphone this week, so my legs are splayed either side of Tim. He's nestled gently in the crook of my groin. This is fucked up. I don't like you sitting like this. It's very aggressive, and it's it's, it's upsetting quite, me. It's quite a dominant position, Yeah, isn't it? are you all right if maybe you don't sit like that? And I feel like I'm just automatically, from my body language, I'm very subjugated. Very alpha and beta here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, very submissive. Can you just like sit like a normal person? Not like the cool teacher on your high school who flips the chair back to front and tries to impress the kids with his stories about face, his, yeah. It's amazing actually how how that uh, seating technique changes when you face the right way on the chair and you have your legs splayed either side. It suddenly becomes quite like aggressive. Yeah, it does. Instead of it's coo- a sex thing. Instead, yeah. <laughs> instead of cool and casual. <laughs> Welcome along to the friend zone where Guy, Tim and I are yeah. friends. Yes, but oh shit! Sorry, did I just crush your hands? Almost. I'm, I'm very so quick. sorry. No, that's okay. Yes, that was a total accident because um, I don't do that on purpose. What a day of friendship we've had today, Guy, as well. And what a like 36 hours, 48 hours, whatever, 54 hours of friendship that we've engaged in. It's true. We've actually we've almost had quite a nice little trip together in Sydney. We're staying apart. We're doing separate things, but we're spending a lot of time in each other's company, and most of it. So Socially, it's so lovely. It's you know such what? a refreshing change it's, of pace. And it's very satisfying to know that that will also satisfy our audience. They love that, <laughs> I imagine. Or maybe you don't like that. Maybe you only listen because you like tension. It's hard to know. Um, that's probably at least a few people listening because the whole format of our podcast is us putting ourselves in a bit of duress. Yeah, and what to, hey, we, we bought spinners, everyone. Yeah, we bought <laughs> what are they called? Fidget fidget spinners. We bought fidget spinners, and I got to tell you, they have been an absolute game changer. I was ball splittingly hungover this morning. I thought there was nothing that could drag me out of the muck and the mire. You, we ate the most delicious meal for breakfast. Oh, so good. What do you call that thing? It's, it was a, a it's bowl called a bibimbap. It had um, it's a Korean meal. It had like uh, shiitake mushrooms, yes. I think, it's and got, it had like wild rice. And see, it's like, like yeah, it's a, it's a Korean dish and it's got an egg on top and you put chili sauce on it and it is so yum and nourishing. Oh, it's so nourishing. It's like having a, a small deer rub up on your leg. It felt like getting into a, a pool, you know, a yeah, pool yeah. of cold water. Oh, interesting. Well, not cold. I don't think a cold refreshing. water pool is nourishing at all. <laughs> no, I do. I think, you know, like if you're really hungover and you just make yourself cold. That's refreshing, not nourishing. Nourishing is like if you're hungover and a, and a baby deer comes in and just starts nuzzling you. Really hammering this baby deer. I don't know if either of us have picked particularly good analogies for this. So we met up with our friend of the podcast, Jen Fricker, and we went to a market and we all bought fidget spinners. And then we literally spent three hours sitting in the park playing with our fidget spinners while we made a fidget spinning playlist on Spotify. (laughs) It was so nice to not do work for three hours. Yeah, it was naughty. Sunshine in a park. It was so good. So everybody... This isn't work though. This is fun. This is designed to hang out with friends and mates. And the only work component of it is making sure that I've got enough microphones to service the podcast, which I have failed to do. So none of it's work this time. No, but it's good because we're getting up real nice and close. If, if you imagine that you are me, and if you imagine I'm a baby deer, and I'm just nuzzling into you, it's quite a nourishing experience really, isn't it? Not how I would describe it, but sure. 
I want to read you a message, Guy, that someone sent to us. The person's name is Charlie, and they say, Hello, Timbo and Guy, a real piece of shit, Montgomery. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Thank you for providing me entertainment and sanity on my commute to and from work. I started listening to season one, and as the seasons continued, they began to weirdly follow parts of my life. My whole family is from Marblehead, and some live on the same block as that house. I remember being there the summer Adam Sandler filmed Grown Ups 2 and thinking, what a dried-up throwaway movie. I don't think that will realistically ever enter my life. Oh, okay, sorry, that was part of the first thought. Uh, little did I know that I'd be hanging on the edge of my seat to hear about that exact horrible movie for 52 weeks. Once Patty Schwartz entered my life, it became even stranger as I work at Blaze Pizza as a pizza smith in Philly where I go to college. If you guys ever need a place to stay in Marblehead or a few free Blaze pizzas, feel free to give me a shout. We have plenty of extra extra bedrooms and my manager isn't particularly observant. Don't read their name. Best Charlie. Charlie from Philly. Yeah, well, Charlie, this is a lovely message. I've always wanted to go to Philadelphia. The city of brotherly love. Yeah, and the city where Donovan McNabb and Terrell Owens almost took the Philadelphia Eagles all the way to the top, but they were toppled at the last turn by the dastardly New England Patriots, captained and led by quarterback Tom Brady. I've got a message here. Hold on, let's swim in this Charlie message for a second. Because I don't, <laughs> I don't have a lot of emails, that, new emails in the inbox today, guy. Oh, so well, I, I wanted to say, to say, Charlie, thank you so much for the offer, and that is sensational that you work at Blaze Pizza. You can imagine as all of these details sort of started marrying in real life, and that that's cra- that is pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, I'd be freaked out if I was listening to a podcast and certain stuff started happening, especially if it was my brother, my brother and me. They bring up, they float a lot of ideas. Can you hear that? That's the spinner. That's the spinner. <laughs> it sounded like a little quiet fart. Yeah. But it wasn't. Spinner fart. Uh, that was a lovely message. And you know what? If I'm in Philly, dude, I'm straight up going gonna, gonna to hit you up, my boy. Um, I've got one here, Tim. And stop me if we've heard this before because this is the only one I'm not sure about. Hi, guys. I've heard it. <laughs> gotcha. Common intro. Every now and then I hook up the walkout boys with tickets and junk food for their podcast. Mm. This legend listening to one of your podcasts from a while back saying that the nearest thing you've had to a cinematic experience was the projector in Tim's room. Anyhow, I can slap a copy of the film on at the movie theatre I run for a midnight screening if you're looking to stir things up. Free of charge, obviously. Support the cause. Big fan. All that. Let me know if you're interested and you'll be welcome to bring your mates along for a screening. Just a heads up, don't say this guy's name. I I won't say his name. I won't uh, say... I mean, we've got very little intel on the message. But that's great. I think we should take that offer up. Yeah, this guy is an off-the-record legend who I've teed some stuff up with, but due to the business nature of what's going on, I'm not allowed to talk about him where he is or what company he works for. But he is a tremendous gentleman. So we're jeopardising a lot of people's livelihood with this fan zone so far. <laughs> Dude, that would be such hot shit. We don't do big... Um, events in our hometown of Auckland but what a nice thing it would be uh, to, to in the dying days of this podcast to tee up something a little bit special we would love hometown yeah, fans we would love to That'd assuming that you even work in Auckland I mean we might have to fly to you anywhere right. in the world yeah okay we'll go with that I've got a message here and in fact there's a donation attached to it it's Ooh. from Robert I'm feeling good about it 12 US dollars headed our way mate Great amount. How does the that per- make you feel? It's the perfect amount. It's a does. Yeah. Does dollars. We can buy one $1 beer. 
Hey, fellas. And then 11 more. <laughs> been a fan of your work since early in the first season. Never really donated to anything online before, but I do know that you pair deserve a couple of beers on me for all the laughs over the years. Cheers, Rob. Perfect. Thank you, Rob. Concise, crisp, and a delicious amount of money, yeah. and a stated intention for what the money should be spent on. It's good on. we're on the same page. I'd already said that before I even knew that that's what he was donating for. Hey, um, quick question, Guy. In the last friend zone, we brought up the fact that we're going to be donating uh, all of the money for one month. When do we, should it, do you think it should be like from the 1st of June? So maybe we sort out what charity we're going yeah. to do so and we spend we the next like, week doing yeah. that. So we enter June knowing full well the cause. Everyone knows what they're signing yeah. up for. And it's good to tease it, it's good to tease it out. Yeah, so if you, if you want to donate, by all means do, but wait until... Wait until June and we'll do good. If, if um, you don't know how to do that, because we never let you know how to do that as well, the website is worstideaofalltime.com and uh, I haven't updated it for a while, but it, it's it's got a lovely little web player in there where you'll find the latest episode of the podcast and there's a button above it that says um, support, support the, the troops. troops. That's, that's where you go if you want to donate uh, to us or come June, the cause that we're about to pick. So thank you very much for the beer money. That is greatly appreciated, Rob. You are a fucking legend. Here comes a big one. Hi, guys. I just wanted to send you a quick note. Well, maybe not that quick. To let you know something. I was a huge, huge, huge fan of season one and donated money a couple of times, interact with you guys, etc. Season two, I was a little skeptical, but once I waited in the glorious waters of Sex and the City with you guys, I was sold. Started a new job around uh, the time season three started, took an international trip, and sort of fell behind. I just recently got caught up and want to let you know that I think you guys are doing fine work. I can tell this one is a slog and doesn't offer the gaffes and pranks of Grown Ups 2 or the sheer ridiculousness and over-the-top plot of Sex and the City 2. You've really had to work for this one. I can tell you're just powering through. <laughs> and though you may not feel as appreciated as before, you certainly are by your true fans. Aww. I will always think fondly of your last three seasons of work here. Lastly, I was very bummed to find out you guys did a live show in San Francisco. I'd been asking to you guys to come here for two years, and I was in Scotland, it turns out, when yeah, you came Yeah, I here. remember this guy. Hope to see you at another place at another time. Be well. And that is from a person who is, they've got, their last name is Smith. So, <laughs> Just the last name this time, yeah, I like thank it. thank you very much, Smith. Um, really appreciate that message, actually, very heartfelt. Do you remember that from Smith? I remember that was an agonizing moment. I I'm just scrolling up here, and uh, there's... A bit of conversation around the word turgid. Um, Always good. Yeah. That sounds like a Guy Montgomery word. That's a no, word I wouldn't it, be confident enough. It says here, Tim used the word turgid in episode seven when I think he meant terse. Turgid means swollen or congested. Terse means abrupt. Oh. Yeah, this vaguely. This yeah, guy. It's in the recesses of my brain. Um, Smith, here's the thing. The only thing that will stop that happening of you seeing Guy and I perform live is, and I don't want to get too dark, one of our deaths of the three of us. <laughs> Because we are committed to continue to make things together. Servicing all of our fans. Come along to the show. Whatever the show is. We don't know what it will be. We don't know what we'll be we'll like give touring. Hat, we'll give you a wristy. Performing. We'll do anything, man. Yeah, we're all about that servicing. We'll do anything for you. Uh, but we intend to, you know, just keep going. And things will change. Because Guy is moving to another country. Uh, it's called America. Ever heard of it? Probably. A lot of you are from there. You're probably thinking, Tim, of course we've heard of it. We already live here. Yeah, probably. Um, but we will, We, you know, the boys remain. Oh, yeah. They, they're boys. Uh, boys forever. Things change. Boys, huh, they stay the same. They, they do. 
<laughs> a lovely $25 donation came in from Tyler. There's no message attached, so maybe this is one of those ones where there's an I email. I a big message from Tyler oh, great. Uh, a while ago, so that's probably those two catching Oh, up. very good. Yeah. Yeah, bud. Relevant friend zone content below. Lovely. Hey, 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 guy, Mr. Guy, good boy, handsome boy, Guy Mont Montaigne, French pronunciation, Montgomery, and Sir Esquire Timothy Theodore Terence Third. Just wondering if you sweet delicious boys are ever planning a jaunt over to Guy's mother from another mother, Toronto, anytime soon. If you do, I'd love to make you almond and fig bread and feed it to you like baby birds. Or like just give you some. You can also stay on our air mattress because we all know how that goes. Anyways, love the pod. Listen since early in season one. Sending you both a kiss for a kiss is always a gift. Love you, boys. Say my name if you want to. Jameson Williams. Jameson, you got to commit, man. If you put out there the idea of feeding us like a baby bird, run with it. Yeah, but if, if you hadn't backed out, I would have probably lambasted you for making such an unhygienic, while still generous, quite a, a forward offer, I believe. Do you want to read Do you want to read this one here, Tim? Oh, thanks, mate. How generous. Uh, oh. It's just an article link. Yeah, but it's <laughs> You from, threw me a real curveball. Uh, do, you know what it is, do you know what the article's a link to? Uh, well, Zac Efron's in there. It's a huge development in the career of Zac Efron. He's going to portray uh, notorious serial killer Ted Bundy on screen. Are you serious? Yes. This is like when uh, What's-Her-Name played What's-Her-Name. Yeah, it's almost exactly like that. Only we know the details. they're on played, played the monster and monster. Yeah. What's that woman's name? I'm not you sure. know, person listening, and it's frustrating you that I don't. Maybe, Maybe you'll, you don't you'll live. Shit. Don't worry about it. Um, well, we. What do you think about wait. that? I, I get, it works for Charlize. Is that you say your name, Charlize? Charlize. Uh, because everyone was like, this woman is absolutely gorgeous, and then she played um, this transformative role. You know, as this uh, was like this hideous figure in all senses of the is word, a phenomenal like, actor, she's a transcendent. Yeah. So maybe Zac Efron is transcendent, and I wouldn't put it past him. Guy's got comic timing, and I always think people who can do comedy really well on screen can usually kind of do anything. Yeah, I can't wait to see because he's he's like he hasn't. I feel like he's always he's always on the cusp of finding his like breakout vehicle. You know, the thing that's really gonna. He's obviously a superstar, but I mean, like a yeah, movie. Baywatch is a real Oscar bait if ever I've seen it, judging yeah. by the trailers. But I mean, like a movie star. Like Baywatch, he's in Baywatch, but Baywatch is The Rock's film. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, good luck to you, Zach. We know you're listening. And please respond to our emails. <laughs> it, would have been, it would have been tremendous if he was at the live show that we did the other day, right here in Sydney. Because he, he was in town promoting Baywatch. It wouldn't have been hard. But it didn't happen. No one relevant is hearing what I'm saying. Not his publicist, not him. We don't know that. Daniel writes, Boys! I write to you unapologetically with aims to achieve a shameless plug for my own podcast. My friend and I, 45 watches into our rip-off podcast in which we watch Nacho Libre on a weekly basis. Tomorrow's watch is our drinking episode. Uh, and have pledged one beer per like and one tequila post per share on our latest post. What you do next is up to you. Like our post and walk away to talk uh, to task us with another beer to drink, do nothing and go on living your life or choose option three which is share the post and put our fate in your listeners hands our podcast can be found at our mission podcast on facebook al spout el because it's espanol p.s you skipped our city on your australian tour but hey don't let that influence your decision all hail coffee dick the pastor warlock from the feelers i like coffee dick the pastor warlock from the feelers i Daniel hasn't told us what town he's actually in that's all right you this can... is also 
Oh, no, sweet. Okay, I was reading the wrong, but um, I thought he gave us this in Jan. Well, if you want to really potentially, you know, kill a few people with alcohol poisoning, guys, head along to the El Mission Facebook page and let's fuck these boys up. <laughs> or don't. Your call. Uh, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to take any active measures to contribute to your demise. Untimely, judging by your photo. You look like a young fella. Young fella with a heart of gold. And a penis also of gold. A body of gold. For the son of Midas is who you are. Dear Tim Tam and Guidey Locks, I've had plans to write and thank you, good boys, for the laughs that your little potty lent me for the last three years. I've been a fan since season one. A lot of season one fans coming out of the woodwork. This is great. Uh, And have now listened to it in eight different countries. Fantastic. Including your own, which was the best idea of all time. It made me feel like we were real pals, even though I couldn't catch any of your live shows while I was there. I was inspired to write today because I was doing one of the most mundane tasks at work when out of nowhere I was hit in the face with some poo facts, courtesy of Guy's 2017 calendar. When I imagined what the person next to me would say if I explained why I was laughing so hard, it made me laugh even harder. What's your calendar? Remember once when we recorded an episode, then you had to leave and you're like, you can keep going or not. And then oh, yeah. I did about 10 minutes of poo content. Did you? Yeah. Right. I, I never listened I to that. I read out a list of, I was catching up on the calendar I gave uh, Sophie for, for Christmas, which is a poo fact for every day. And I was just reading them out to the podcast. Um, so I was... Uh, uh, Why are your themes to Sophie so frequently fecally themed? What's the other one? The badge that says I pooped today. Oh, that badge is just a good gag. She gave me one that says I'm farting right now. And we do actually talk about poo a bit. Weird. Um, when I imagine what the person next to me would say if I explain why I was laughing hard, it made me laugh hard. There's been a cycle during the run of our podcast journey and I can't thank you enough. Someday, when I have enough money to afford rent, food, Netflix and charity, I won't think <laughs> twice about the first I'll donate to. My troops in New Zealand slogging through shit movies to send back maximum enjoyment and hope to the home front. Forever fan, Laura from California. You can say my name out loud, even if your only audience is The Knife. P.S. I came home today and turned on We Are Your Friends to Celebrate the end of the podcast. Celebrate. So sorry. P.S. I came home today and turned on We Are Your Friends to Celebrate the end of the podcast. You can imagine my emotional home when James Reed from The Feelers finally got sentimental all over my computer screen. Cheers for helping me limp to the end of my first and only screening. You're true heroes. Thank you so much, Laura, for that lovely message. Absolutely gorgeous, Laura. And uh, tell us where you went in New Zealand. Always keen to hear where the foreigners frequent when they're in our fine land. Probably the big smoke, though. It's where most people go. Absolutely. Now, Tim. Yes. This this is uh, nine unread messages, which is terrifying. (laughs) This is going to be... this friends and obviously we're coming after the live episode we recorded in Sydney yesterday. Yes. And the content in this, relevant. you're going to read it, is very relevant to the conversation we had on that podcast. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Chris writes. You want to start from uh, there. Okay. I felt it was inappropriate to call out during your show in Sydney tonight, but I have information on ozone water purification. By pumping ozone into the water, it makes all of the dissolved metals fall out of the water and kills any nasties floating around too. The following is an in-depth mechanism for how the chemistry works. Uh, What proceeds, dear podcast listeners, is a uh, graphic, which is showing, um, it's sort of like the, what do you call those? It's It's showing the the process you talking about. It looks like, yeah. I mean, look, to the untrained eye, which is mine, it looks like this distillation process is separating the oxygen and the hydrogen out and then reassembling it, which doesn't seem right to me. Anyway, we've got a a thing. And it says, the one for metals is more than a page long, so I won't grace you with that, but trust me, it works. Got to use this chemistry degree somehow. If not on you boys, then who else? Also, thank you for dealing with my spaghetti after the show. I was a bit starstruck. 
And if I get friend zoned, somehow say my name, you dirty whores. Sure will, Chris. Halt him. But it's a lady Chris, judging by the photo. Or a fella named Chris who's a big um, lipstick enthusiast. I was thinking today about like, I was, um, oh, she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm sweet. I was buying a gift for my girlfriend, for my fiance rather. She used to listen. What happened? <laughs> oh, mate, people, people jump off the boat. It's fine. It's no biggie. And you're marrying this woman? Yeah, good on her. She's, you know, she's got refined so, palate. It's the same, actually. Sophie used to listen to the podcast, and then when we got together, she stopped. <laughs> Fair enough, too. Um, so I was in a makeup store with Jen Fricker, yeah. picking out a prezi, and I was like, makeup would probably be fun. I could, I could definitely get involved with a bit of makeup. Dude, if I ever do a job in the morning requires them to put makeup on me, yeah. I'll leave it on the whole day. I don't, I don't like other people like doing my makeup in the very few amount of times I've done it, like for a little TV sketch or something. I kind of don't like that because it feels very uh, purposeful and, and businessy. Like it's for a product. It's for a specific purpose. You that would like to mine. do it for you. I would like to in- indulge in a bit of makeup for the artistry, you know? Muck around with a bit of lippy, yeah. a little bit of rouge. I used to love getting dressed up in makeup and dresses when I was younger. Yeah, one of my favourite things. I reckon a lot of boys do actually. I can't remember wearing one like my, my mum's clothes. Simpsons but. moments is when Bart and Milhouse are they all tarted up in like Marge's finery. I can't remember that. Yet. Very funny. <laughs> uh, onwards is the march. So in closing, Chris, thank you, and I might start buying lipstick yeah. for myself. I've got pretty good lips though already. Message here, I don't quite know what the context is. Oh. It's not gonna work. <laughs> Very well. Uh is I can't I think it's for it's for the Adam Sandbox, is that what it's called? The sandbox. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're doing uh they're recording our podcast about twelve anyway, it's we're not gonna be able to do it. Sorry, man. Too much going on, but all the best to you. Oh, was there a request for us to join them yeah. for their watch? I'm so sorry, dudes. We haven't even gotten through like half of the stuff we needed to do ourselves. Um, we had big plans for Sydney, seeing lots of people, and we saw some of them. And yeah. then we bought fidget spinners, and it really fucked the day up. Yeah, well, actually, it, it, in terms of productivity, yes, but in terms of quality of life, it did not. And it was kind of necessary. I think we needed a bit of decompression. Uh, I figured out today, I did the math, and tonight, uh, the show that I'm doing will be the 23rd solo hour that I've done in the last, like, eight weeks or whatever it is it's amazing melbourne auckland wellington sydney how do you feel about that it's real good yeah i don't usually do that much in a row it's good eh you're a bit more used to it though eh? you get out there and you bloody do the yard sky montgomery i do it all the time i have no idea how many times i've done my show too many really try and do a little mental arithmetic now and see how many times you reckon you've done your hour solo show this year uh this year i've done it seven and five is 13 and 22 is uh 15 35 and 10 is 45 and three this will be my 48th time tonight far out that's gutting why you won't hit 50 yeah golden half century well, I'll, put it on, I'll just put it on again twice. Yeah, good on you. Go to Christchurch with it or something, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Take it to the hometown. Chit chat. That's Everyone, it, man. That's us. That's us. That's the friend zone. We've got to put a pin in it now. That's how it works, you guys. Thank you for joining us. Now, sadly, this would be um, 
I don't know the order of release. This is probably right. Chronologically, as it's happening, this is correct. I don't know how everything gets released. But uh, this will be the last time that Guy and I are together in the same room for a little while because Guy's going on tour uh, across yes. a different part of Australia. I'll be in West Australia. There's going to be a lot of episodes where we're at different parts of the day, so we'll be having different emotional responses. I'm sure one of us will jerk the other one around with timing at some point, which will make for a very good and tense record for all of the fans of Tension. Um, and you know, I'm really looking forward to it. And by the way, if you're in uh, West Australia, even in a small outpost of Western Australia, look up the Melbourne International Comedy Festival Roadshow. I might be coming to town. And for all the people who came and saw us in Sydney, thank you so much for coming out. There was a lovely crowd. Such a good crowd. Really nice. And uh, to St. James, who was sitting in the front row, who you bought a skateboard off and who we sent a postcard to, hey, thanks for staying on board, buddy. Good yeah. on you. Way to go. Uh, otherwise, have a great week day wherever we are in your life right now i hope it's going gangbusters hey and if it's not just like sometimes you you don't you're not always winning get a fidget spinner maybe if if you want it might help but also just like you know shit's not always groovy sometimes you just got to make yeah. do until you get to the good bits and if, you know? yeah yeah that's right and then Keep the good the bits will feel real good and the good bits are coming the good bits are coming everyone let the gentle spin of my fidget spinner take us out Well, it's the friend zone. Will Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time? Yes, it's the friend zone. Will Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best idea of all time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try Boners of the Heart? Boners of the Heart. Well, Mads is pointing to us each. What are you saying? Are you saying we're assholes? We're fucking assholes. Yeah. Oh, okay. But we're attractive assholes. Yeah. I get it. I we're lovely. Like we're lovely little bleached, attractive assholes. I'm sitting in this chair and I, feel, ble- ble- I don't have a bleached asshole. I don't think I'd bleach my Do you have asshole a bleached either. Asshole? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't even think I've got a very nice asshole to be honest. I don't really look at my I've own asshole. I've never received a lot. feedback on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think receiving feedback on your asshole is the. But also, I'm just nervous because there's been like so much damage done to that area. <laughs> I'm like, what if it is weird and I just don't know and I'm walking around with this weird asshole and no one's got the courage to tell me. <laughs> okay, I think so. Mads, you got to take one for the team. Will you look at my Mads asshole, Mads, and tell me if it's weird or not? I don't know. I don't know what to say. Ah!